cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Welcome back to another week of Fierce Beats and Battlestar Galactica. And it is second season, guys. We are excited. I'm We're very excited. excited. Sorry, that's <laughs> delayed reaction. This is a Monday night recording, guys. I feel like we should tell you in advance because, uh, mm. you know, you know what we're like that energy, on, a, on a school night. But it's my birthday tomorrow, so my Woo-hoo. Monday night energy is actually up. And once. me, being a terrible podcast host buddy slash friend, didn't realize that until you said it right now. I knew it was coming up. I didn't bring cake. I bought beer. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So I bought. What did you be? be what did you be? <laughs> what did you, did beer? you bring? <laughs> Monday hashtag. Um, I bought the Nomad Brewing Co. beer. Mm. Uh, easy as IPA. It is a- aromatic and sessionable, apparently. Um, but it is uh, brewed and bottled um, in the northern beaches of Sydney, oh, um, which is great. But I sort of, you know. So it's kind of a fun thing. There's actually an amazing craft beer place near my house that for some reason, because it's like slightly out of the way to come to your place, I just haven't been there. Mm-hmm. Great selection. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really fun going into a new store and they're like, can I help you with something? And then you You're have like, to explain. You can. <laughs> I need I do a, a beer that's related podcast. to the second season, first episode of Battlestar Galactica. Episode's called Scattered. They kind of get lost in space. Yeah. Anyway, I think I might have um, turned him on to Battlestar Galactica. Hey. Yeah. He was kind of wondering why we were doing a podcast about a 10-year-old show, but... I get that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Obviously hasn't watched it. It it doesn't bother me because I am thrilled to be back doing season two. You all overwhelmingly told us that you wanted us to do season two and not maybe do something else because we tend to be a little... um, scattered yes i say oh oh i see what you did <laughs> um, there but i i appreciate and we appreciate all the feedback and um you know that so much of so many of you wanted us to continue doing this so very exciting bringing it fans back. bringing very it exciting. back season two um we have had discussions about potentially doing some bonus episodes on ronald d moore's new series coming out electric dreams mm. um so watch this space but that will only be if we can find time within our <laughs> fortnightly schedule <laughs> This is the part where Lisa on air basically hoodwinks me Pretty into much. doing a spin No, we had the conversation. We had <laughs> yeah, the conversation. No, you're right, you're right. The you're conversation right. was we're both very busy and travelling, but if we find a time that's not... We are ladies not, of the world. We are ladies of the... We are... We, we are, are scattered boss over women. the world. Sorry, I'm going to stop we're using gonna, puns. We're going to use scattered all the time. Yeah, um, well, you know. <laughs> there was actually a beer called Scattered Something, but I couldn't find it in Australia. I was from a, a brewer in like savannah georgia um you can send it to us if you if you're in DM savannah georgia <laughs> we'll dm you our address or maybe not or a post box or a post box <laughs> and you can send us beer um no but if we get a week off i think it would be great and you should all check it out because ronald yeah. Moore. and on that point have been watching outlander this week um because i wanted to check it out and one of my friends described it really well which is a softcore porn um, which I kind of love. Like, I love myself a sex-having, whiskey-drinking woman. I think we described it as your aesthetic before Yeah, the absolutely. Show. And I, I see myself that. in her. <laughs> well, we're, we're all about Ron Moore and mm-hmm. his properties, particularly mm-hmm. the property that someone reminded us is a 10-year-old property mm-hmm. of Battlestar Galactica. Um, and this week, we're, yeah, we're heading back. We're doing season two, episode one. 
Um, it's called Scattered. Um, and it was directed by Michael Reimer, who also did the season one finale and also did the earlier seasons. He's kind of like the go-to directing mm-hmm. dude. Um, and it was written by David Weddle and Bradley Thompson, who have written a couple of season one episodes. Um, which can't season remember one which ones. Not Thanks the ones we hated. Pointing that out. Um, <laughs> I feel like no, but I'm not sure. Um, but it was people who have written for the show. <laughs> um, overall, I mean... I liked this episode to a point. I think it was serviceable as a season opener. Um, serviceable is a good word. <laughs> but it felt like there were a lot of really, like a lot of smart people making really silly decisions. I think it happens like sometimes that. in this show. Yeah. 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 And like I get that they were stressed, mm-hmm. but there were multiple times when I was like, that seems dumb. Yeah. I think that started for me when, um, when Ty sends Apollo down. I'm like, uh-huh. Or when Crashdown's like, t- uh, Tyrrell's like, I think we should check and get the rest of the supplies. And Crashdown's like, no. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you want the I feel like supplies? maybe, should we play a drinking game around this for this episode? <laughs> Where's the whiskey at? Um, sip <laughs> every drink. looking t- at our <laughs> empty bottle of whiskey from the last <laughs> What episode. happened? No, we will uh, drink beers whenever we, uh, we hear a stupid decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's do it. Right. You guys can play along. <laughs> Unless it's 9 a.m. The other thing bit. I would say, though, that is, is good. Cheers. Is that um, the thing that worked in this app, I think, is that there were a lot of good one-liners, though. Yes. I wrote some down. Great. Um, but I feel like the show is getting to that. And this is a very season two thing where shows get comfortable with the characters. The writers have had, you know, enough episodes under their belt now to kind of get a feel for their personalities. This was not every character. Uh, there's still some... Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. stuff. Mm. But I think they're getting a better handle on um, characters' voices and how to make give them a bit of brevity and a bit yeah. of lightness in situations rather than being like serious yeah. all the time yeah and also it's nice because we're getting to that point where characters begin to intersect and engage with different groups mm-hmm. which i like yeah um i don't have notes <laughs> spoiler alert for this episode <laughs> but from the top off the top of my head i feel like there was a line from starbuck at some point about the unbelievable stupidity of men I got to that. recall that one. <laughs> I hope you wrote that down for later and probably. Oh, yeah. Great. Let's oh, get yeah. into it. All right. Beat by beat. Well, we haven't split it by location, guys, because there were really only a couple of scenes that weren't on Galactica. Mm. Um, and also, there was like a lot to pack in. My, my, my hands were just type, type, typing away doing this beat by beat. So I haven't separated it. So bear with us. Um, but we did get a new introduction montage. Mm. It reminds us about all those boomer copies that we saw. They were like, we spent so much money on We've these. We've got to flog We are going to flog it in every it. single episode. <laughs> <I know. laughs> hey, this was our most expensive shot. You're going to see it for five more seasons. <laughs> well, four, but you know. Um, yeah, and six was in it. it. Kind of, It was almost like I actually thought it was going to be a previously on, like they had recut it for a previously on thing, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's just the new opener. Yeah. Because then there's a previously on segment. It's pretty long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, remember, like, the guys found what they think is Cobalt. Scout ship was shut down. Stuff or shut down. Yeah. Don't shut bother down. watching Ooh. season one, guys. We've <laughs> yeah. just condensed it for you. Stuff All these things happened. Um, to get that arrow of Apollo. She met a six. She found Hilo. There was a military coup that led to Apollo being arrested. Rosalind got in prison. Gaius and six found something in a bassinet. Adama got shot. Adama got shot. And Mm. Boomer realised she was in Cylon. Yeah. Because that scene, again. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. (laughs) I'm just waiting for the time when there's flashbacks to it. Like the horrible flashbacks also in this episode. Guys. I I have a note. (laughs) I, I Like, we'll get to it. But, like, I was just like, this show does not know how to do flashbacks. No. I've given it 
time. <laughs> I've been like, you know what? Maybe it's first season. They're working on some things. And now I'm like, no. This show just really it's like, for me struggles. Once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fool, fool me. Fool me twice. Shame on me. <laughs> but just yeah. Shame. 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 <laughs> Game of Thrones style. Shame. Oh, you don't watch that, so you don't understand. No, but sorry. It, essentially, it's just me shouting shame repeatedly. Um, we pick up immediately after the last episode, which mm-hmm. I guess is satisfying because it's like, well, oh, yep, all right, back into it. Boomer's yep. getting taken away. Um, Ty and Apollo are, like, trying to help with the medics' efforts, and I'm not laughing at, like, that it wasn't serious. But, like, as, like, um, as, like we get this first flashback because Ty has, like, triggers the door, throughout the, the whole The three thing. door, yeah. Yeah, and he, like, is reminded when he first met Adama. But. Bill. But, Bill. Adama has excellent old-timey facial hair mm-hmm. that moustache is like peak dad in the 70s mm-hmm. um and even the rest though, yeah, of, yeah yeah I, I was just like oh this is weird oh but great facial hair yeah <laughs> but oh, oh we're back now yeah oh mm-hmm. we're back on chip so i don't know ty has like his like moment the rest of the crew kind of just stand by and are like oh like i really feel like i know they're like really shaken because it's like their leader but you also think being all military trained they would all kind of spring into action yeah, I mean, you would think. Yeah, Boomer seems to have blacked out and doesn't know what's happening, which I think is interesting or fair. Yeah, I mean, they jump pretty quickly to the fact she's a Cylon, which I guess yes. is fair, but yeah, but they call her a thing as well. Yeah, they're really mm. comfortable with that language right away, which I also found a bit jarring. Mm. Um, and then, like, Adama gets carried away, and this is what I was like, laughing at before, like, even though it's a very serious scene, there's lots of feelings, Apollo has this, like, he's my father moment. Yeah. I was just laughing. I was like, I can't, Apollo, like, I can't. He can't. No, no. he, yeah. So, you know, anyway, Ty's like, nope, too bad, like, put him and back in the And then Gator breed. just decides like, who's in charge. Yeah. Like, Gator's walking out, and he's like, he's in charge, you're the second. And I'm like, okay, I like that you're standing up and taking control. Uh-huh. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, but was, like, are you okay? Maybe was, Gator's just good under pressure. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm Team Gator. Like, I am Team Gator, hundred yeah. percent. Please be gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he had some good moments in this ep. Mm. Um, there's like this um, conversation where the crew are kind of saying, which I thought was reasonable, where it's like. They're wondering if it's a prelude to a Cylon attack where the boomer would have told the Cylons where the fleet was or if she was programmed from a distance. And we really see, like, it must be so frightening to know so little about your enemy and then have an instance like this happen where someone is activated or someone you thought's like, you know, one of you mm. turns and suddenly does this. And then you're suddenly like, okay, well, you're questioning everything. Like, could it be this? Could it be yeah. that? Could it? And we realise they really don't and know. And boomer was such a big part of the mm. team. Like, yeah. it, it obviously would bring up these feelings of... Yeah. Could be anybody. Yeah. Actually. Absolutely. Mm. Um, Racetrack, who was with Boomer, you might remember on the Cylon Base Star when mm-hmm. they did the um, kind of landing on it last episode. Yeah. Um, she admits that Boomer left the ship um, and the Dreadus picks up a Cylon Base Star approaching. So then Ty's like, well, shit, like they, ha- they are coming after us. We've got to make a decision. Here's this other flashback that I didn't even bother to like say what was in that flashback. So it clearly wasn't. A lot of these flashbacks were kind of not. There was like two. There was no they point didn't to need it. like eight. I think they could have done with like one. But I think we've seen this before. We have so, seen this before. And it is really ridiculous because it's like, it's one of these things as well. Your audience is smart. Mm-hmm. Have it once or twice and every time he kind of has a look on his face, you can just imagine that mm-hmm. he's sort of going you back there. You don't need there. to see everything yeah. every time. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Mm. Um, 
But after his flashback, Ty's like, well, we've got to jump away. Um, we're going to leave the guys on Cobal so that the search team that was kind of stranded there after having their ship shot down last episode, they won't be able to, like, you know, evacuate them before they leave. It also means that Doc Cottle, who's, like, I guess the highest-ranking, like, doctor or whatever. Um, Slash only the, doctor? Only one. And then I was thinking about that, but it really – because it always feels like so much is – like so much time has passed but it really hasn't yeah because in my mind they I was may like not surely have they would be training other doctors, other doctors. Yeah. but yeah obviously that can't happen in that short amount of time yeah, yeah it really hasn't been that and long and I think also because Doc Cottle is like a military doctor I guess yeah. he would be like there because he's like been helping the president and or whatever badass. he's like yeah yeah love Doc Cottle mm. um yeah love anyway he won't be able to get on board the Galactica until after they jump mm. um which turns out to be a bad decision <laughs> um but you know in the brig, Apollo tells Rosalind that Adama was shot. She's pretty cool about it. Um, you know? Oh, people can't see my facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, Lisa did her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the fleet jumps away to the new location. But when they arrive, Plot the twist. fleet isn't there. They are scattered. They are do you, would you say they're nomads? I would say they are nomads, just like our Easy As IPA. I'm doing a modelling mm. um, shoot with it right now. Which our listeners also can't see. Yes, no. <laughs> but I, I can see it and I feel treasured to have had that. Yes, that experience <laughs> that no one else has. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought this was um, coming in as like a newcomer. When I first saw it, I thought it was really powerful. And I actually kind of wondered if the whole season was going to be in that vein. Right. Like they were going to be kind of stranded, which obviously, spoiler alert, they're not by the end of the episode. But that kind of even, you know, it was a bit cheesy, but like spanning out and showing them. I never thought about the fact they were with the fleet that much before. Mm. But seeing them without the fleet, you're like, you're like oh, oh, shit. Yeah. There's all these people were around them. And now it's just this kind of like one group. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. they're literally alone in yeah. the whole universe, except for Cylons. Yeah. Like, you know, as far as... Well, I mean, how would you find each other? Yeah, I know. I because had that thought too. I was like, that technology. is crazy. And it's like in Outlander, sorry, going back to it, <laughs> because she goes back in time to like 1700s. I don't think that's much of a spoiler. It sort of happens first episode. I think episode. it's like, yeah. It's known. Um, I was like, wow, if you lost someone like back in the day... You just lose them forever. Mm. Like, that mm. barely ever happens mm. now. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Mm. There was no, like, social security then. <laughs> um, one thing, actually, I noticed with the opening credits, they seem to have new intro text. I might have just missed this last season, but at the end, they have, like, um, a survivor count, and they're, like, 47-something thousand yes, survivors in search of a new before. home. Earth. And I was yeah. like, oh, I remember that from, like, other seasons. So I'm pretty sure it sticks around. They do that survivor count. But, yeah, mm. I didn't think it was in season it one. It wasn't in season one. Mm. So it's a it's a new thing for sure cool i'm glad you validated that for me yes um we come back to old mate friend of the pod bolter Um, we did not see enough of him this episode yeah and like mm, yeah Yeah, it's not really good stuff no the stuff with six really bored me they're having like this mushy parenting conversation again as well yes however they did clarify immediately as you predicted that they are talking about a child it's apparently their kid a little girl Mm -hmm. um six asked bolter if he wants to hold her and i I just thought like and this is like you know we love james callis but friend of the podcast yeah i feel like he was all of us who myself included not natural children people when she's like do you want to hold her and he's like of course (laughs) every time someone asks me to hold a baby i'm like of course like you can't be like Uh, no but you're like 
no, like internal <laughs> screaming, you know, like I really feel like he was I like. I am the opposite of you. Mm. I'm like, give me your child. Yeah, producer yeah. Tom's, uh, yeah, well, gesturing You only need one of you to be like that. Um, yeah, I am uh, just. <laughs> uh yeah um no i'm like that with baby i'm the opposite of you i'm like oh cool. can i please creepily just you can always hold, hold the babies child? if you are a fan and you meet us and you when have a baby lisa will hold podcast, it not me <laughs> when this podcast is obviously super famous because everybody like it's a very <laughs> it's a very broad market oh mass appeal <laughs> <laughs> then and we're doing like a lot of these shows and stuff yeah please give me your babies yeah <laughs> out of context that's very upsetting <laughs> <laughs> but in context, get it, get it. And you know what? I think six would be happy for people to give her babies. So, you know. Don't give six babies <laughs> unless they're hers because she breaks necks. Yeah, man. we'll see what Did she you does see the with those babies. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, six continues to be like, of course there are children and bolters continue or continues to be like, like, how? 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 <laughs> and she's like, don't worry, the child's real. She'll be with us soon. And then, like, Bolter, I've written, like, I think this is understandable. <laughs> it's still confused. Um, but then he gets yes. woken up because, as per usual, we don't know if it's a hallucination or a different type of reality or Look, what's going on. if this is a hallucination, I mean, this guy's impressive. Mm, that's true. Yeah. yeah. He's doing the most. Um, Callie, always interrupting. Um <laughs> You know, she she also points out he hasn't been very helpful. I mean, um, I value a woman who's always interrupting. Yeah. yeah. And also... More um, women should. Callie is a very can-do gal. I like Callie. I feel like Callie. she gets shit done, you know? Mm. Uh, we see Callie. So there's Callie, Tyrrell, Crashdown. Um, people I'll talk about in a minute, but there's some other people at this Cobalt Crash site. Mm-hmm. Crashdown's the ranking officer. So he's like, we got to go. And this is what I was talking about before. It's like smart people making dumb decisions. Like Tyrrell's like, shouldn't we check that we have everything? And Crashdown's like, no, I'm the ranking officer. We're going now. And I was mm-hmm. like, that seems dumb. Mm-hmm. So that was the first dumb thing I thought. Yep. Drink? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. Speaking of dumb things. Oh, sorry. wait. We didn't even cheers to um, Ty taking Apollo, sending Apollo to the brig. Yeah, I said it earlier. Yeah, but we didn't do it. Oh, yeah, that was dumb. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, um, but one thing I did notice in this this scene or another scene, they actually did notice the birds and the trees and the things. I loved that. Yes. And it was like, that was one of the moments where I was actually like, yes, that's yeah. exactly like. What you wanted what last. You, yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. That they actually had to reconcile like being on a planet. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, actually. So another stupid thing. This was the next <laughs> scene. Um, My beer is almost empty. Ty, Ty is like talking to Alan for like that no reason ever. Like, why would you ever talk to Alan about this stuff? Just saying. And Alan's like, Saul, like, it's not your fault. You, you're, you're usually a hard ass. You've got to bust his ass. It was Gator's fault. Like, why? Like, I understand that she's manipulative. Yeah. But this just felt like they like shoehorned an Alan scene in for like no, no other reason. reason than to make her obnoxious. She so, doesn't even need help with that. Yeah. And I don't know why she was trying to, like, get him to, like, find fault with others. Like, that was silly. I was mm-hmm. like, why? I don't get it. Why? Um, mm. Ty basically just goes back to the CIC and he's like, this is the old man's command and we're not going to let him die, which was very army. Um, and mm-hmm. then he just is like, all right, well, we got to find this fleet that we lost. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason... And I'm not going to say this was dumb. I just feel like I didn't get That's it. That's because you just don't want another drink. You're <laughs> like, it's a school night, Lisa. <laughs> Tom um, play this drinking game with me. <laughs> well, I didn't really understand this, but 
for some reason the best tactic is I think it was just because because logic because mm-hmm. show logic mm-hmm. um, that they need to jump back to the old coordinates which were the area where they're about to get shot at by Cylons mm-hmm. for 12 hours which is mm. how long it will take them to track the fleet, mm. which seems very weird, but I don't know how their technology works. And apparently it's like, that's how it works. So yeah, I mean, yeah, because reasons, <laughs> because reasons, because show logic. Um, Rosalind and Apollo keep having little chats. She's like, Apollo, you should get back to the CIC and make sure we get back to the fleet. You got to denounce me. He's like, I didn't do it for you. So too I bad, did so sad. Well, I guess for no reason. Yeah, it was, it was all for nothing now. Yes. Apollo is really draining my life at this point in the show. I thought he was going to get better in season two. He will two. get better. I promise. I, I promise things will get better spoil for me, Melia. Well, I'm pretty sure because I don't have like overwhelming feelings of hate towards him. That's and I fair. feel like the characters I really didn't like by the end of the season. I just but sometimes it can change a, uh, on a critical rewatch. Like I know yeah, a lot of people did I not. I hated Bolter the first time. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that happens a lot. And I was just mm. about to reference this show that must not be named. And I'm not going to reference it. That would be a drinking game for the ages. <laughs> <laughs> um, back on Cobal, this is what I wanted to talk about before. So mm-hmm. the crash survivors reach like the forest. Bolter keeps hallucinating that he's seeing the bassinet, which is like whatever. That's Bolter every day, but yep. with different things. Mm-hmm. What I think is funny is that there's this injured guy who I, I didn't even catch his name at any time. No, nah, he's not important. But apparently he's really important because everyone's really distressed about him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there isn't another med kit because this other guy, Tarn, mm. you know, Tarn. We, we the know guy Tarn. that we have known always. <laughs> everyone's like, I think Tarn, these Tarn, are the points Tarn, when I checked out. <laughs> I think this is, you know, um, like, so I didn't say this on air, but I found this episode like, yep, it did all the things it needed to do. But like... I found there were points where I checked out. Yeah. I think this was a point where I checked out. I was just I like, was like writing incredulous notes. Like, I was like, people. who is Tard? We've exactly. literally never heard of him. No. Why is he like a main character, inverted commas, heavy inverted commas? And like, I would have just rather it have been like, I get because show logic, mm-hmm. I get that they needed to have these extraneous characters to then, spoiler alert, kill them. But it's like, it would have been so much better if, like... They killed main characters. Yeah, or if, like, Tyrrell was the guy who left it in the ship. I or, mean, if, you know, if like, Tyrrell died, died that would be totally fine. <laughs> Not a Tyrrell fan. Oh, like, um, <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think it's that vanilla thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, like, very whatever. Yeah. And, like, I like people killing off main characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, much you don't more watch like Game of Thrones, you're invested yes. in. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I feel like you reference Game of Thrones just as much as I reference Buffy. <laughs> yeah, sorry. To be fair. Sorry. Mm. All right. Well, we're not going to create and drinking battle producer games. producer Tom's like, drink. Yeah. He's got his own. Okay, so he's going to drink every time we talk about Buffy or Game of Thrones. Producer Tom, we feel like we need to share an update with you. He's had a season upgrade as well. He now has a separate table for his beard so that he cannot <laughs> spill the beer onto the computer or our computers again. Um, and he's, he's working with He just cheers that. himself. Um, yeah, just, so anyway. Just had to say. Guys, I'm trying to talk about Tarn. He's an important character <laughs> in this life. Narrative. Tarn is and so he, important. That's the t-shirt. Tarn is life. <laughs> and Vote no one Tarn. will get it except for our listeners. Yeah. Who, one for Tarn. 
<laughs> Tom needs um, a mic. It's pretty clear that Crashdown is not a great leader. I think that's the point of this um, scene because he's like, well, Tan, it's your fault. Go back and get that med kit. And Tyrell's like, maybe someone should go with him so he doesn't get shot. And then Tan's like, okay, uh, not Tan, Crashdown. It's like, okay, but take Callie, but protect Callie. I was like, I don't understand what that conversation was. I think what was. we're learning is a couple of things. Firstly, Crashdown's a shitty leader. Secondly, and terrible name. And there's a difference between leadership and uh, and being in a position of power, which is a thing a friend told me that has always stuck with me. Leadership is an action, Melia. It's an action. Uh, That's for you listeners out there as well. Absolutely. But um, to that point, uh, do you think he's maybe a bit sexist too? Yeah, absolutely. If he's like, protect Callie, I'm sorry. It's Callie like, has well shown that she yeah, can protect herself. Did you not herself. see her butt that ear, mate? <laughs> <laughs> She's got this, man. Yeah. She should she protect good. this other guy. She good. Exactly. Yeah. So no. fuck you, Christian. Yeah. Unfriend of the podcast, enemy of the pod. Yeah, lame. Not he's really attractive, though. Like really? IRL. No. No, no, no. Not in the show, but like I've seen him in other shows where he's oh. had like hair and stuff. And he's like a <laughs> quiet, attractive guy. Okay. When I saw him here, I was like... They managed to make him like not that good it's looking. Probably like an early it's a great thing of his as well. And stuff. He does yeah, have cheekbones. Yeah. Anyway, but when he's not a friend of the podcast, on the sub- the well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, on the subject of vanilla that mm. was referenced before, yes, we have a scene. I think just one scene on silent occupied Caprica, um, where the six is dead at the bottom of the Delphi Museum. Our favorite vanilla guy, Hilo, who I need. We need to talk about Hilo. Um, Starbuck and Caprica Boomer. I just want to say, do you reckon we should call Caprica Boomer Sharon now? Yeah, let's just call her Sharon. Because she refers to herself as Sharon, and no one else seems to refer to the Boomer on Galactica. As no, Sharon. I think we can call Caprica Boomer Sharon. Okay, so Sharon. Moving forward, mm-hmm. we find out some juicy info from Sharon, mm-hmm. which is that um, the six's consciousness is being downloaded into another body. And when that six um, is alive or awoken or whatever, she will inform the other Cylons where they are. But wait, yeah, sorry. Is so maybe this says. is because I just checked out from previous scene, but... <laughs> Was the six already dead or was she saying don't kill her because this is what will happen? No, she was – so Sharon's basically saying you got to run because she's going to download – that her consciousness will get downloaded to a new model. Mm-hmm. And when that new model is awoken, then um, she'll be like, hey, I know where they are. They're at the Delphi Museum on Caprica. Mm-hmm. And so what we're learning here is that the information is not, like, downloaded all the time. It's downloaded no. only when they die, which I think it's is kind, kind of, of like been, a hard reset. Yeah, like, it, it kind of been insinuated before, but, but not it wasn't clear. clarified. And it's good to know because, like, that means that logic earlier in the episode where we know that the Caprica, uh, the Galactica guys don't know, mm. but for them to be like, maybe she's, like, telling them right now. Maybe yeah. they're crying for us. That, that doesn't work. That but logic doesn't I mean, doesn't it doesn't really flow. look like from this scene that – Starbucks going to be able to get back to tell anybody anytime soon. No. Anyway. Yeah, so, so Hilo's like, we can't stay. Um, but, you know, Starbucks like, I can't deal with Sharon the Cylon, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of fair because this is like the first time she's had to, like we saw in the mm-hmm. final that she was like, oh my God, fuck, like boomers and Cylon, you know. Um, Hilo is like, Hilo, like, ha- I just feel like he had like a personality transplant off screen and we didn't mm. see because he's like, Totally team Sharon. Totally like, team Sharon. He's like, she's carrying my the baby. Other thing, like, okay, so talk, going to Starbucks <laughs> as well. Like, 
there was that whole thing with the hand on the glass with the mm. other guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, and that was only within a day. And yeah. she's known Sharon for ages or like yeah. a version of Sharon. And it seems to me very unlike her to be so black and white about right. her being a thing. Particularly so with the experiences like the, she's had. Absolutely. And so like that argument seems very strange to me. Particularly like the whole, I'm supposed to be nice to her because she says she's pregnant. Like mm-hmm. the logic was very like, it felt like, the writer's writing lines to make it a conflict rather than that conflict actually coming from a place of like truth that's been mm. set up with those characters. But like they could have had some kind of like it, it would have been, been much more interesting. Absolutely. It could have been better written. And I think they could have had a much more interesting conversation mm-hmm. um, around it. And I think that I would have liked to see a bit more gray. Yeah, absolutely. And mm. like what annoyed me about the Hilo thing and like the personality transplant is like, Literally the last time we saw him, we was like, he, he, shot, he shot her. her. Yeah. And now he's like, she's carrying my child. And, and so I was like, man, it's so stupid. You can't have a baby with a machine. Like, it's Although, all like crazy. Line. Yeah, true though. Mm. <laughs> um, it just doesn't, yeah, no. that was weird. But then Starbuck is apparently proven right because Sharon nicks off in the Raptor. Mm. I did like when she was like, bitch took my ride. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Good, good, good lines. But, okay, so wait. Good, good, go... good, good, good. Sorry. <laughs> I'm on my third beer and I was like, that was such a good idea to have my third beer. And now I'm like, oh, maybe that was too many of the beers. Um, so going back to the, um, to, the, to the idea of the Cylons and how they work, is their consciousness conscious? Then um, consciousness? Consciousness. Consciousness. Is it um, downloaded to just one other Cylon or to a mainframe and then the information is within the mainframe? We don't know. Oh, we just know okay. it ends up in another body. Okay. But, like, we don't know if it's, like, stored on the way or, like, yeah. saved for later, you know? Oh, okay. Interesting. Because the thing is, like, that boomer then or Sharon goes on to be like Starbuck I know you I remember when we first met Mm -hmm. like all that stuff which is exactly what the other boomer on Galactica would say so obviously there's some shared programming yeah because like they've got the same like backstory even though they're two different um copies I didn't even think about the fact that she said I remember when I met you Mm. But that's like the other boomer knows that because they talk, they joke and all that, have all that history. And they always talk about it when they were on Galactica last that's season. Fuck, shit's fucked. Mm. <laughs> no, but really. <laughs> I guess like. Very <laughs> no, because I'm just trying to think through it because it's either like a really bad hole in the world building mm-hmm. or it is, mm-hmm. there is some kind of version of like the boomer on Galactica. Like, she got yeah. that, she got that. But she like, all that. The, it was a conscious decision of like mm. the Galactica boomer somehow sent that information through so that that could be replicated. Mm. Or, yeah, like it's... It's either a gaping plot hole mm. that they're hoping no one notices mm. which, or, <laughs> which is bad news guys because we're critically looking at your series now we're breaking down them truths and 10 years um, after it's come out there are going to be a lot of people who are going to make a lot of noise about this <laughs> uh yeah so either a plot hole or we just don't know how it works yet and hopefully it will be explained mm. and i'm not going to say anymore oh um well i can't remember so no <laughs> i don't want to spoil um smug meliorola <laughs> on board galactica surprise adama still isn't doing oh, well because are he's we like, drinking to that last thing oh that way? was what was the stupid decision? It was just stupid. It was just stupid. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, Adama's not doing well. Ty continues to be triggered. 
Um, he's now got the added pressure of Doc Coddle not being around when they need to perform some surgery. And then there's the nurse with like a British accent. Yes. Which then was it really like, stood out, the British accent. Where did that come from? Because you know from? that... Because um, Guy the, just has one. And the actor who plays Apollo is actually British, Jamie Bamber. But he just does a flawless, to all his credit, flawless American accent. I don't know why. Oh, well, I guess because he's Adama's son. um, And it's like, one of you has to change. And Edward James almost is like, bitch, please. Mate, no. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, please. Mate, no. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. The medic. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the medic. Um, But he's, (laughs) no, (laughs) good thing. Ty's just like, well, hey, sweetie, you're going to have to do this operation yourself. And she's Mm -hmm. like, but, um, uh, mm," and he's like, you know. Too bad. Mm-hmm. Like today, you're a doctor or whatever. Um, then he goes to visit Boomer. Um, I think I thought this was like probably the best scene in the episode, um, just because, regardless of how you feel about like Michael Hogan as an actor. Or, oh no, like, I like, like Michael yeah. Hogan as an actor. And like you know, like just personal feelings of actors or characters. Mm. I thought they both like brought it to this mm-hmm. scene because she's like asking about a Dharma and really like distressed. distress. And then he like smacks her in the bullet wound yeah. side of her face, which was gnarly. And he's like, how many pilots are Cylons? Who gave the order? Like all that kind of questioning. Mm. And she's just like, nobody gave the order. Like, you know, just shoot me. Like, just get it over with. Mm-hmm. And like really goes. She calls him. him a coward or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But he ultimately leaves her in the brig alive, which I mm-hmm. thought was kind of surprising. I thought he would like go ham and like kill her. Mm. Um, yeah, that was a good scene. Um, we go back to boring Koble where Tarn, our, our new BFF, Oof. Tyrrell and he's Callie. He's such a big part of this series. Such a, he's a pivotal character. Mm. I mean, he's, he's everyone's friend. Um, they arrive back to the crash site. They find the med pack. It's all going well. So they just start bickering really loudly in the middle of this enemy territory for like, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Stupid decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, you know, people shoot them. That's what happens, man. Well, Cylon shoot them, we assume. Someone shoots them. They're shooting. Well, I mean, it might not be Cylon. It might not be. What if there are people on Cobol? Well, whoever they are, they shot Tarn. Too I'm, bad. Man, he was Tyrrell just tries to pull Tarn back. This was my favorite stupid thing that happened. Like, Tyrrell's like, oh, crap, i got to rescue him. I'm going to put him on my back to basically be a shield and run through people shooting us. Like, Tarn got shot when he was on his back. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, this is a dumb idea. You're basically using him to protect you. Um, worked, though. Yeah. Well, worked for Tyrrell. <laughs> Tarn got shot again. And then, you know, tries to keep him alive, but he dies. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you know. So, wait, it was a stupid decision. We hardly knew ye. Yeah. Uh, we have a nice scene with Gator and Dee. Um, Every scene with Gator is a nice scene. <laughs> well, Gator, you know, he shares some feels. He says mm-hmm. he feels responsible for leaving the fleet. But then he has this, like, breakthrough looking at the soap. I think it was soap. Where he's like, oh, we can jump back to the coordinates for 10 minutes instead of 12 hours. Because apparently he's like secret genius or it's something. just like It's just like when the silent detector was, like, two minutes. And then it was like... <laughs> 48 hours because or something. Show logic. Because show logic. show logic. It was like, oh, I'm going to test you right now. I'm just waiting for it. Oh, and there it is. And then he's like, I've got to test all these things and it takes so we long. We ran out of time from all those shitty flashbacks of ties. <laughs> now we've got to have some efficiency. Like, uh, yeah, he worked that out real quick. The other CIC guy who we've seen before, I can't remember his name. Um, oh, 
Oh, the one name. who's a second? Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And I'm sure our listeners do too. Oh, no, I, I will remember his name, but whatever. I've forgotten it. Um, that guy, who's kind of a dick. He's He's basically much. like, it's a terrible idea. And then Ty's like, we're going for it. Because I remember how Adama got me back in the fleet when we were young. Was there another flashback at that point? There I was. hope there was. There was. Oh, good. Um, I wouldn't have gotten that without the flashback. I did like how I need Ty- at least eight. I did like when Gator uh, was like, oh, it's too bad we don't have, you know, Bolter's um, intellect here. He would have done a much better job on the firewalls or something. And, and Ty's just like, I'll take your work over that shifty son of a bitch any day. And I was like, yeah, Good line. Mm. <laughs> um, he also lets Apollo out on parole. Um, we don't really see the logic of that, but it happens. And he also refuses to talk to Roslyn, who remains in the brig. Um that's going to continue, I guess. Mm. Um, we go back. To, they jump back to the COBOL system. The Cylon base star still there. It immediately, like, activates all its little ships and whatnot. And it's a bit of a... <laughs> little ships and whatnot. You know, there's, like, spawn of <laughs> yeah, things yeah, yeah, coming yeah, from it. And they start hacking the um, yeah. computers because they have the computers um, networked. Um, apparently, they have seven minutes to get all the computations they need. Mm-hmm. So they send out the raptors. There's some other random fighters. Like, we know Cat. And we know Apollo. Um, and I think I saw Hot Dog. But Hot Lisa's dog. like, my name. My call sign. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's some random people, like, having a, yeah, having a whack at them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this was all, like, a bit of a, like, you know, tense like battle space scene. Space battle. Space fighting. battle. Adama's mm-hmm. heart stopped. The medic was forced to get a knife. <laughs> That yes. got old school. Mm-hmm. Um, a guard asked Rosalind to pray with him and she obliged. Mm-hmm. Um, the ship seemed to take some heavy fire. Um, and there was also like, um, there was like, uh, they managed to keep holding the silence off, but there was um, an impact to the ship. Um, something smashed into the ship, I think we see, but just in time, like Gator manages to find the fleet's position because show logic yeah. um, and pull the network offline just before the silence finished breaking into their systems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the raptors, like they're, sorry, they're vipers. I keep saying raptors, but the vipers land and they manage to escape. And then they have this kind of nice, I thought it was quite a good reveal where they jump into a system and you're like, mm. oh shit, there's still no one. But mm-hmm. then the camera pulls back and you're like, like everyone. oh, everyone's there. Whole crew here. Except... Extra. What? There's extra. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I wasn't finished. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was like, which extra? Is he called Tarn as well? I don't know who you mean. <laughs> um. <laughs> I just meant plus extra. Oh, the grumpy guy's called Callie, the second. That was my note. Kelly and Callie? Yeah, Callie with the. Do that? I guess he's like K E. But yeah, Kelly. But, but it's so similar sounding. Yeah, I know. Um, And the medic manages to successfully complete the operation, stopping the bleeding. What a boss. I know. Um, Spoiler alert, she was my MVP for this episode. Oh, my God, Save the old man. Yes. Close uh, close second was Adama's moustache, full disclosure. I mean. I mean. I'm upset that that didn't get first. Moho. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, anyway, Adama is, you know, brought back from the brink. Um, Ty has his final, thank God. Fuck, flashback mm-hmm. that, you know, Adama By the way, Adama never to... would have lived IRL, let's be real. Like, <laughs> yeah. Again, show cut, logic. Cut it with a knife by a trainee medic. But, yeah. you know, all, when he all was out. legitimately probably dead, he would have been He's dead. He's old before he got and there. stressed. And yeah. blood, like and so blood. many shots. And blood. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. He, yeah, he survives. Um, Ty has Which is also final, another prediction, like, by the way. You can't, what? He survives. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was an easy win. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, and, yeah, they have a heartwarming moment where Ty's like, you can't die on me now. It's oddly touching, but also not really earned. Mm. That was my final. Oh, and, yes, extra. Extra. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the hangar deck, ah. it seems like a bunch of toasters have been able to sneak on board the ship. Which, let's be honest, it's strategically not very clever. Uh-huh. It would have made a lot more sense to send the ones that look like humans. And also, why did no one pick that up? Yes. Like, when they Lots were like, oh, things. we've got impact, but oh, it's fine, don't worry, carry on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm. uh, we did have lots of fracks. So many fracks. Let me just count them. <laughs> there this was is ten, what I should have filmed Is you just at your laptop Pointing at the screen counting. Well you know I've had challenges from you in the past About how many there were So now season 2 upgrade I'm mm-hmm. writing who said them ah. So there were two from Lee One from Crashdown One from Boomer One from Tyrrell One from Ty One from Gator And three from Cat In like a minute Nice Yeah I like it And we only had three named Cylons. Okay. Not including the literal thousands that we saw in the episode. We just yeah. had the two boomers and six. Are we going to get into the themes or are we finishing? Oh, episode? yeah. I was just getting right to those counts. You were like, you these are all it. my I'm notes like, so and fracks. we are done. Bam. No, we do have themes. Talk to me about themes. I will. One thing I want to say before we go into themes, because I thought it was really funny and I retweeted it on our Twitter page, but um, I remembered it when you were talking and I wanted to share it. A guy called Matt Ford talking about the American news cycle um, mm-hmm. wrote, it's less of a news cycle in commas these days and more of a B- of that BSG episode where the Cylons attack every 33 minutes. And I thought <laughs> yes. that that was such a perfect yes, tweet. That's so um, true. It's so true. You're and watching I just, that clock like, shit. Yeah, you're like, when is the next thing <laughs> what happening? What new craziness is happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, themes. So I think there were a few. I mean, we talked a little bit about leadership style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like everyone had to kind of grapple with them, right? Like Ty kind of admits that he never wanted to be a commander mm-hmm. and he never wants to be a leader. And he's, Much to you know, Scars. Yeah. Um, Crashdown, terrible leader, even mm. though he seems to want to be perceived as a leader. And even the medic, you know, like yeah. they all had to step it up. So I think that that's a really good Crashdown versus the medic because Crashdown is like every white guy who just thinks that he is he's a great leader. It. And this chick is probably, like, super capable. Well, obviously proves it in this episode. Probably knows her shit. And she's like, oh, but I don't want but to. But I'm just a medic. I'm just yeah. a woman and I, I don't have the skills. So I think that's a great, you know, analogy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think leadership styles is, is one of them. I mean, Rosalind was interesting in this episode. She's just kind of chilling mm-hmm. in, in the book. I feel like uh, Mary McDonald was like, you know what? I can be on set for, like, two hours. So work that out. <laughs> <laughs> she literally stood there, had a few lines, nailed it, yeah. but had very, very little to do. So yeah. I'm really hoping someone releases her from the brig soon so it's we kind can of have more time with there. her. Yeah, she's better than that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I mean, I guess that's one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another one I kind of thought about um, was this idea of uh, – so one of the things that I thought about when um, Hilo was like – I think he said something to the effect of um, – Oh, not her or something. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about, because like I'm from not a small town, but like a reasonably small 
place that was quite homogenous growing mm-hmm. up. Um, and I uh, see often a lot there this kind of racism, which is like broadly racist to groups. But mm-hmm. then on individual levels, people are really nice. Like this idea that they'll be like, oh, these, the, the I don't know the Indians or whatever, but then they'll meet an Indian person and they're like perfectly lovely and they'll like them. Yeah. It's kind of this like, Oh, what a twist. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, and, and they, they seem to be able to have these exi- uh, ideas existing uh, at the same time. Creatively. Yeah. yeah mm. But, but don't really see how that's flawed. They're like, Oh, all Muslims, but not these ones mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that I mm-hmm. know and love. And I thought that was a really interesting not thing. Not my Muslim. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like my, my, my Muslim not friend is Muslims. fine. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But like, as a whole, they, they're bad, which, yeah. like, sorry, that's not what we're saying. No. But I'm saying that this we way... We staunchly disagree with that opinion. We completely disagree Let's with that. Let's be very clear. Yes. <laughs> to be very clear, team, yeah, on board with, with, you know, most of the Muslim people. But, so, <laughs> hey, I can't say I'm not on board with all people generally. <laughs> that's so. your, like, Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my point being is I thought it was an interesting way that they frame that of kind of, like... Um, you know, not all whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it mm-hmm. was like, oh, yes. but her, like with Sharon, oh, but she's okay, but I hate all the Cylons. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was interesting the way that was. It, it really, when I saw those lines, I really thought of the way that people often respond um, uh, when people call them, I mean, the way that people in these kind of smaller places, and mm-hmm. I'm talking, and I mean, I've traveled like the South in America and I found this was also a similarity there is people on an individual basis are very willing to be nice to people who are different from them. But as a broad term, we'll be very um, yeah, dismissive just, and yeah, racist without really. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because apparently the way to like overcome this is a very simple explanation, but, you know, to overcome prejudice or bias is to be able to empathize and to put yourself in other people's shoes. Mm. Um, but I think what you see in that instance is when someone can empathize to the point of like, but my friend is blah, blah, mm. they're fine, but they can't actually do that. Extend it thinking. more broadly. Yeah. And, or you and kind, kind of get, yeah. Appropriate it more widely. But it's like, you kind of get that, that, or they have that one friend who like, doesn't want to engage with it. So I know women who are like, I'm not a feminist. I, you know, I don't need feminism, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I've never experienced this and this and that. And I'm like, that's really great for you. Yeah. And then you meet guys who meet girls like that, for example. And they're like, oh, but I've got this friend, blah, blah. And she like never experienced sexism. And I'm like, well, how great for her. Exactly. Good. Great for her. Yeah. Would love to know women who haven't experienced that. Um, but also, you know, it's a matter of, I know that there was a point, like I was like that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like I was raised by men, like essentially. Do and you so- follow that amazing um, women, women who, without feminism or women who don't need feminism? Oh, I think I've but, seen um, it. You know, uh, Rebecca, I forget her surname. She's a um, comedian. I think I've yeah, seen it before. And it's like, I don't need feminism because yeah. it's always like misspelled and like people, yeah. she was saying that people will be like to her, do you realize that this is misspelled? And it's like, it'll be it's like on variations purpose. on feminism. Like yeah, I don't yeah. need feminine because I love cooking. Like, yeah. you know, like, and that's the thing. Right? I love men opening doors for me. Like, you but know, for sure. Like I can completely relate to that because yeah. like I was, I was a hundred percent like that. Um, probably until my mid twenties, I, Grew up with a single dad and a brother and my uncle lived with us a lot. I mean, I had a stepmom, but our relationship Mm. was really combative when I was younger. Mm. Like, we're very close now, but, um, you know, when I was younger. And that was definitely the context in in which I was raised. And so for me, 
I've really felt that mm-hmm. I'm not a feminist. I'm an equalist and mm-hmm. I'm totally equal and whatever. And like life and the experiences that I had are what kind of pushed me the other way. Mm. Um, and so I understand that, but that's kind of what this made me think of. We mm-hmm. have totally t- gone on a tangent, <laughs> but this is what it sort of made me think of is this yeah. idea of like meeting the one person who like, you know, is like a woman and it's like, Oh, uh-huh. but I'm different. And then they're like, Oh, well like all women are fine. Then mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, this is the uh, brilliance of this show so good even if we don't always agree that it is as good as it could be which i think we can agree this episode is not a fave but it's, it's still bad it's still i was at the point where i checked out yeah but it still got us to talk about feminism um, which is always good for a, like good 15 minutes i reckon Do we so, 15 minutes <laughs> nah i don't think um, um oh yeah and then i guess we can go into the whole artificial intelligence mm-hmm. thing but i mean we covered that pretty well we got that pretty in our down. last episode it's kind of an ongoing thing yeah but um, no. Do I you have any more themes? Um, I don't. I only had leadership, to be honest. You're all over the themes compared to me. But I think this is like this is a very action centric mm. um, episode. And just and setting so us up for the season. It's exactly. It's you know table setting. It's putting all the right people in the right places. We kind of know. Um, I mean, we can talk about predictions in a minute, but we kind of know we've got now um, those three locations at the moment. Mm-hmm. There's the the fleet. There's Caprica and there's Cobol, um, and I'm interested to see what will happen. I'm kind of the most interested to see what will happen on Cobol um, because I, well, for one, I can't remember as much about it, which may not be a good thing, but also... Because <laughs> it was not rememberable. Yeah, but also like, um, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm probably more interested to see what happens outside the fleet mm. with those scattered groups mm. had to sorry yeah um what yeah. about you any predictions anything that you want to add to your um to your running list of predictions mm, not really from this episode i mean i think like it looks like hilo and starbuck are gonna stay on caprica for a while well i mean sharon took off <laughs> she mm. bitch stole her ride um We'll just let's just run through your predictions real quick. Mm-hmm. So you predicted Gator would be gay, but oh, we God. haven't got that proven yet. I feel like it's not going to happen until season four <laughs> or something. Um, we had you had a question about the six on Caprica being different from the other versions, which I think has been proven true mm-hmm. um, because we know that there are many copies. But we heard from Boomer now or Sharon this week that that's there are different mm-hmm. versions. So I'm going to take that off. Mm-hmm. Um, Adama is not a Cylon. <laughs> I think we can agree that's probably... I think they would have found some kind of... Difference in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we still haven't seen Bolter tell anyone about Galactica Boomer, but I feel like that's defunct now because yeah, people know. Yeah, everybody knows. Um, Hilo takes Sharon back, and in brackets, but I hope it doesn't happen. I mean... Well, he kind of has. He kind of has. He's been yeah. like, don't kill her. She's pregnant with my baby. Um so we'll just leave that one. So, I mean, the only running prediction we now have is whether Cater is gay or not. And I think that's going to be going on for a for long a while. time. Do you want to make any just more predictions like for this season? marriage equality oh, God. in this country <laughs> not happening. All right. We don't have another 50 minutes. <laughs> let's just agree that we all think you should vote yes if you live in Australia. Which I don't think any of our listeners do, except for the people that we know who will definitely vote yeah. yes. Yeah, exactly. We've got an audience. If you don't live in Australia and you wonder what we're talking about, just look it up and you'll realise our politics is Kind of as fucked so as it is in the US. it's so devastating <laughs> because in the past, we have usually been really 
like quite forward on progressive issues like i mean historically historically like in the last i'd say like 20 years or so it's not been that way but like you know one of the first countries in the world like i think south australia was the first place in the world where women voted like i think in some ways we have been quite progressive and so Mm. it makes me upset that it's like obviously it's gonna happen my favorite thing was my dad telling me about the guys at the pub it was super homophobic and they're like obviously I'm gonna vote yes obviously this is inevitable I'm not even really sure why we're having this vote I just want them to stop talking about it well that's nice what a nice note to end on that is a nice note thanks to end homophobic on vote, yes. guys getting over your homophobia well I don't think they're over the homophobia we're putting it aside putting it aside <laughs> to move forward with what is right and next week we'll be moving forward we will be well next nice fortnight segue hey, I'm getting there I've Season been very two, scattered tonight so oh but that was a good pun I just had to throw it in because you've you know, done so many. I know. I, uh, I love a pun. Next week, we'll be covering a very fun-sounding episode called Valley of Darkness, uh, which seems yeah lighthearted and a bit of a romp. Um, but remember, guys, we are now broadcasting every second week, so you'll have to wait two weeks to hear our lovely voices. Um, but in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram um, to see the beers that we drink and all the other stuff we talk about. We promise we'll be broadcasting a bit more now. We're back. Yeah, um, I'm really terrible at the And Instagram. guys, leave us a review. Please, please do. Or tell us what you think on email. We will read it out on air. We love it. If it's good and we like it. Or if we don't <laughs> like it, but we want to talk about it. If you give us it. negative feedback, we will not share it. Yeah. No, that's not true. You can leave us a five-star review and give us negative feedback, but still leave us a five-star <laughs> review. <laughs> All right now. Bye. Bye.